0: Thank you, Jesus Yes, Lord Only you can see you My soul First once again for you, Jesus Thank you, Jesus For a brand new day Thank you, Lord Because this is the day that you made Lord, this is the day that, Lord, you give to us so thank you, Lord, because it is a day of gladness, it is a day of blessings, it is a day of upliftment for us. We give you all the praise, Lord, this morning, be glorified forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. We have come into your presence, Lord, this morning to worship the one who is the Ancient of Days the one who is from everlasting to everlasting yes lord we have come to worship the one who is i am the god of the whole universe we worship you lord this morning in the name of jesus father we declare that we love you with all our hearts we declared lord that we love you with all our souls we declare this morning that we love you with everything that we have be glorified lord forevermore in the mighty name of jesus lord as we spend this time again this morning in your presence reading your word learning in your presence we ask lord speak to us once again Help us glean wisdom from your word and cause your name, Lord, to be glorified in our lives as we apply the words. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphy Eienike. All right, we continue our study. Yes, our study of the book of Revelation. So, you notice we are not just reading, but we are studying this book. Yes, we are trying to understand, understand this book. Um, for those who are just joining us, please welcome. Um, we trust, I trust God that you will be blessed. Revelation is a very interesting book. It's a book of prophecy. It's a book with a lot of figure of speech. And so um, it can be somewhat difficult to understand. However, okay, we have explained it is so easy. It is so easy. Okay, so please go back, listen to the previous episode so that you can uh, you can be all up to date. Uh, so yesterday we read, uh, we started part two, part two of the book of Revelations. We said Revelations were divided into seven parts part two is um revelations chapter two and three so yesterday we started chapters two we took the first two churches um ephesus and smyrna that's in chapter two today we'll be taking uh the other two other churches in in chapter two revelations chapter two you have pagamon and tyatira all right so please get your Bibles. Let's read together this morning the message to the church in Pergamum. It says, write this letter to the angel of the church in Pergamum. This is the message from the one with the sharp two-edged swords. This is. it says, this is the message from the one with the sharp two-edged sword. So. One of the things i I learned about the way Jesus introduces himself to each of the church, okay, maybe the church or the pastor of the church is that he gives each one of them okay so John was the one who saw his uh, its full glory, saw him, saw everything. How he was you know his hair was white he was wearing a long robe it was a satchel his chest you know he had a, a, a sharp two-edged sword inside so john was the one who saw him like that but all the other pastors are only seeing a dimension to him okay which is big lessons for us uh, because it means that each one of them only has or jesus has only revealed a part of the revelation about himself to them and so if they think that that is all that there is to god that that is all there is to jesus they would be mistaken and this is the mistake most a lot of christians fall into okay Uh, there is so much in god okay too much from one, from one for for one person, he says this is the message from the one uh the one um with the sharp two-edged sword. He says, I know that you live in the city where Satan has his throne, yet you have remained loyal to me. Again, that word keeps coming back to us. I know, I know, I know. Each of the church, he tells them, I know this about you. I know this about you. What will God say about you? To the church, to Ephesus, he told them, I know your deeds. To Smyrna, he told them, I know your affliction. Now, to Pergamon, he's telling them that I know that you live. eh? You live right where the devil is. He says, I know that you live in the city where Satan has his throne. Okay, what would Jesus say about you? If Jesus met you today, what will he say? Will it be, I know, <laughs> oh God, that you, you play for money tonight. I know. <clears throat> I know that uh, all, you, all you care about is just, is just what, what uh, satisfies you or what pleases you. I know that all that you care about is just how to become rich. I know that all you care about is acquiring wealth. What will Jesus say about you? So he told this church, I know that you live in the city where Satan has his throne. He says, yet you have remained loyal to me, which is, you have to agree with me, that's a positive, right? Now, Pergamum is a, it's a very wonderful. Uh, so some of these things, like I said, you can simply just research on your own um just get uh go to youtube and then uh, you can get some of this uh stuff there okay so pergamum was a city then in the roman empire okay that is like the center of idolatry or the, of idol worship they had a massive a massive gigantic you know uh, library there so it was also the center of knowledge Every god is worshipped. worshipped in in pagamom. Okay, every god is worshipped in pagamom. Athena, for example, the god of wisdom. You have Trajan. Okay, uh, which is was usually the god worshipped. You know, emperor worship. You have Ascle, Asclepius. Uh, you have Demeter, the god worshipped for food. You have Dionysius. Okay, uh, the god you know worshipped for pleasure that's the god where they come and they just you know um just enjoy themselves drink wine you know take drugs and they are high and all manner of things happen in them in those meetings or in those temples when they come and of course zeus the god, the king of kings yes it was the god that was called the king of kings there is only one king of kings eh? Jesus is the King of Kings. Okay, so Jesus calls this city. He says, "Look, I know that you live in the city where Satan has his throne." Hmm. I don't know whether those people realized that all of what they were doing was worshiping Satan. I don't know. Okay, but that's what God, God, Jesus, is telling John here. He says, but even though you live in this city, you have remained, you have remained loyal to me. So that's one of the, the first positive. He says, you refuse to deny me even when Antipas, my faithful witness, was murdered among you there in Satan's city. <laughs> you no, know, that was, Pagamon belonged to Satan. <laughs> the idolatry had totally taken over, taken over the city. He also gives us this wonderful information about Antipas. The the funny thing is that this is happening during the period of Domitian, okay? The emperor who has exiled John, you know, to this island, the island of Patmos, where John is getting this vision, you know, but Jesus is talking about something that anyone could have researched and found out, Antipas was killed by the emperor nero okay that's three emperors away from domitian as like i said you have Vespasian and titus before you had domitian okay so in other words jesus was was paying attention okay he said you refuse to deny me even when antipas was my faithful witness was not so in other words this persecution has been for a long time, okay. However, they had their weaknesses. He says, "But I have a few complaints. Just a few. I have a few complaints against you." Remember that when we studied, when we studied, um, was, his, was it the, F, the church in Ephesus that it was complaining about the, the Nicolaites? Remember that when we took a look at that church, you know, we referenced, we referenced these, uh, these verses here. ...about the church in Pergamon... ...Jesus said, look... ...I have a few complaints... ...we reverence verse 14 and 15... ...when we explained... ...what the Nicolaitans were about... ...my complaints against you... ...Jesus says, but I have a few complaints... ...against you... ...you tolerate some among you... ...whose teaching is like... ...that of Balaam... ...who showed Balak... ...how to trip up... ...the people of Israel... He taught them to sin by eating food offered to idols, and by committing sexual sins. He says, "Look, my complaint is not that not all of you." He says, "You tolerated some among you. Okay, you tolerate them, and their teaching was like the teaching of Balaam. Their teaching was actually, you know, the teachings that okay, which is the Nicolaitans." And of course, like I have explained when we took that yesterday, I said, "Look, uh, the Nicolaitans were actually practicing uh We we also dealt with this, you know, when we were looking at First um, John. He says, um, it says by eating food offered to idols and by committing sexual sins, that was how Balaam was able to to trip up the the children of Israel, so that." Um, Balak was able to defeat them. This says, in a, "In a similar way, you have some Nicolaitans among you who follow the same teachings." So, what were the Nicolaitans doing? They were tripping up some of the people in the church, just like Balaam was able to get Balak—you know—to trip up the, the 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 men of the nation of Israel. Okay, so that God could turn against it could turn against them by sending their women to them, and as those men began to partake in sexual immorality and went to the to the house of the gods of those women, God turned against the nation of Israel. Okay, and of course they were defeated. He says in a similar way, you have some Nicolaitans among you who follow the same teaching. They were doing the same thing. So what did Jesus say? He says. Repent. Repent to repent of your sin. Remember, I say repent. Repentance simply just means change. eh? Change. They were remember, it says that Jesus is standing in the midst of the golden lampstand. So this church had a lampstand there. Okay. So they were they were believers. Simple. eh? But Jesus told them to repent. Okay repent of your sin the sin of tolerating these people encouraging them okay to 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 live among you and and be practicing what they were practicing without confronting them jesus says repent of this sin or i will come to you suddenly and fight against and fight against them with the sword of my mouth so you see that Jesus is addressing two people in that verse. Let me read again, verse 16. Repent of your, of your sin. Your own sin is the sin of tolerating them. They, they have their own sin. Their own sin is the practicing of, uh, of the Nicolaitans and Gnosticism. He says, or I will come to you suddenly. Okay, So for your own, when I come, I'm not coming to fight you, but I'm coming to fight them since when i come says when i come to you suddenly uh and and fight against them with the sword of my mouth okay so very important we notice their strength again let's just just back up a bit their strength and their weaknesses you know they live in the midst of so much evil yet you know they have stayed true to jesus you know um they've remained faithful even in the face of persecution We know that it started right from the time of Antipas, from Nero, then you have Vespasian, you have Titus, and now during the period of Domitian, they have stayed faithful. However, their weaknesses were that, look, they had people among them that were holding on to the teachings of Balaam or the teachings of the Nicolaitans, and they were tripping up some members of the church who were beginning, you know, to, to join in in to to partake in 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 the idolatry that was going on of that in there in the, at that time some of them also okay began to eat food offered unto idols remember i said the way the nicolaitans used to celebrate their feast you know was that they would just come together i explained that look nicolaitans started from from nicholas they will come together Know, eat food, share their drinks. Of course, they've added uh, drugs into those drinks, and then they would just engage in orgies and all of that. Okay, of course, some people were doing that, but Jesus says, I don't want that with you. Okay, Jesus wants them, if you don't repent, I'm going to come and fight against those who were taking part in that. But you, the sin of tolerating these people, you also need to deal with. So, the lesson I take from here, okay, from this church is, look, you cannot live in both worlds. It's as simple as that. Hmm? You cannot live in both worlds. It's very important that you don't allow yourself to be intimidated by the world, but you cannot live in both worlds. You cannot live in, in the world of the devil, of Satan, and live In the word of Jesus Christ. No, they are opposite to each other. Okay, so you have to choose. Jesus says, Repent of your sin, or I will come, I will come to you suddenly. I fight against and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Verse 17. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Okay? To the churches, open your ears and sadly, very few people really truly hear. It says to everyone who is victorious. Now listen to their, if you are able to pass through this. Remember I said that these messages are sent to these specific churches, which is the preterist or the contemporary style of interpreting the book of Revelation, but the dispensational style of interpreting the book of Revelation says, while this applied to them, it is also lessons for us. Okay, and so obviously not just lessons for us, it is a lesson for a church age. Yes, there were some that went through this period of the church age where they had to choose between worshipping idols and living for God. Okay, it tells them this is the reward. Anyone with it should hear, okay, and understand what he is saying, what the spirit is saying to the churches. To everyone who is victorious, I will give some of the manna that has been eating away in heaven. Wow. Manna was what God, you know, sent down, the food God sent down to the nation of Israel for when they were in the wilderness from heaven. Okay, it fell down. They didn't know where it came from. But God says, look, I will give some of that manna, okay, that has been eating away in heaven. I will give it to you. Says, And I will give to each one a white stone and on the stone will be engraved a new name that no one understands except the one who receives it wow so so again this is just figurative figurative speaking so how do we interpret that a white stone okay so in those days when domitian wanted to invite you you know to to a meeting with him or maybe to a dinner with him, or he's holding a a, a a party where guests are going to be. Okay, so there were no invitation cards in those days. You were given a white stone. I'm sure you've been to the beach before, where you pick pearls, white pearls, and you take it home, you use it to decorate the house. You know, it was special to you. Yes. So, those white stone, Domitian, when you come to your to 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 the, to the meeting what you showed to say yes i am a special guest i was if i was invited here is your white stone Hmm? with your name written on it so nobody could 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 um counterfeit it yes (laughs) so jesus is saying that one is domitian's own i am going to give you in other words this simply means special invitation Special invitation, and of course, as a special guest. Jesus is saying, if you overcome this challenge that this church in Pergamum is going through, which is the temptation from temptation to, to live for 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 the world, if you overcome it, Jesus says, I will give you a white stone. In other words, I have give you a special invitation. A special invitation. He says... And it says on that stone will be engraving a new name that no one, no one understands except the one who receives it. Okay, so very simple and easy to interpret. All right, so let's move on to the next church. And that's the last one we will take today. It says the message to the church in Tartara. Write this letter to the angel of of the church in Tartara. It says this this is the message from the son of god whose eyes are like flames of fire and whose feet are like polished bronze we, are, we already explained this right it doesn't mean that his feet were made of bronze they are simply like so it's figurative speaking also it doesn't mean that his eyes you know there was there was fire inside his eyes is is simply that his eyes were like flames of fire so it means that his eyes were like likely blazing okay ha, intimidating if you want to if you want to use that you know polished bronze will be shining okay so most likely his feet his feet were like, were like that he says but he says i know all the things you do i know all the things you do again jesus tells them i know What will Jesus say that I know about you? What will Jesus say? I know all the things you do. I have seen your love, your faith, your service, and your patient endurance. Wow. Four amazing qualities. He says, I have seen your love, your faith, your service, and your patient endurance. Okay, so let me back up a bit. The church in Pergamum is usually the church we call the aldot, the Aldotrous Church, okay? The church during the church age when the devil sought to corrupt the church and, and put into the church all manner of deception. That's the church age that we call that. But this church in Thyatira, Jesus is telling them that, look, I have seen your love, your faith, your service, and your patient endurance. This was a very hard-working church, right? Yes. It says, and I can see your constant improvement in all these things. This is a church that is growing in every area, okay, um, that you can... Call. They were growing in their faith. They knew they were getting to know God better and better. They were growing in service. They were working and taking care of one another. They were growing in love. Yes. He says, you are growing your constant improvement yes so they were improving in their love towards one another they also had patient endurance jesus says i can see your constant improvement in all these things but i have this complaint against you verse 20 and this is the complaint it says you are permitting that woman that jezebel again this is figurative speaking okay so that's Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet, to lead my servant astray. Okay, so the question is, who is Jezebel? Jezebel was the wife of the king Ahaz, okay, or Ahab in, in, in the Old Testament. And she was such a terrible, terrible queen that um, she killed all the prophets of God. She killed all the prophets of God. This was remember during the time of Elijah. She was the one that threatened Elijah. After Elijah took out all the prophets of Baal, when they had that context on, is it First Kings chapter eighteen? When they had that context on 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 camel, you know, and Elijah warned. He said, "The God that answers by fire, let him be God." And God answered by fire. All the nation were were charged, and everybody was ready to worship God. And Jezebel threatened Elijah that if I don't have your head today, you're a dead man and Elijah had to run. (laughs) Yes, that is the woman called Jezebel. God is telling this church, I have this complaint against you. You are permitting that woman. eh? This person that brings persecution into my church, killing my prophets. It says that that Jezebel who calls herself a prophet. Now, she, she's killing the prophets and she has not even taken, taken the title of a prophet herself. You are permitting her. You are giving her your platforms. You are giving her you know, your, the altar to speak in my church. It says you are you, that woman, Jezebel, who calls herself a prophet to lead my servant astray. You know one of the things jezebel jezebel did jezebel was the one that really popularized you know <clears throat> makeups and everything you know she 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 found a way to to deceive a lot of this a lot of these prophets again into the worship worship of molech you know and all the gods then that the children of israel were were worshipping and again yes sexual immorality was usually the tick they use it says, to lead my servant astray. Says, she, 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 she teaches them to commit sexual sins and to eat food offered to idols. It says, I gave her time to repent, but she uh, she does not want to turn away from her, her immorality. Okay, so this is figurative speaking. Jezebel could just be a group of people. Okay, a group of prophets, a group of teachers. That this church was giving their platform, was giving their church you know to come and speak and was influencing them negatively teaching them to take part of course, once you see the description of food and sexual sins, you know together it is temple worship, okay, you know, the Gnosticism that's what you're looking at. it says but she does not want to turn away from our immorality. See therefore, I will throw her on a bed. Of suffering, Since those who commit adultery with her will suffer greatly unless they repent and turn away from our evil deeds. Since I will strike our children dead, then all the churches will know that I am the one who searches out the thoughts and intentions of every person and I will give to each of you whatever you deserve. So you see one thing there about God, God Sees the very intentions of our heart. He says, "I am the one who searches out the thoughts and intentions of the heart." God says in the whole Testament, "I, the Lord, I I search out the heart. I try the reins. What I see, I judge." He says, and he says, "Look, if you don't repent, I will give to each of you whatever you deserve." He says, but I also have a message. For the rest of you the rest of you not the entire church the rest of you who are just sitting back there allowing yourself you know to be corrupted you know allowing yourself to for them to be talk you know for you to be to be influenced. Is, but i have a message for the rest of you in territory okay who have not yet okay, who have not followed this false teaching deeper truths as they call them Depths of Satan actually, you know, people will come into your churches and they t- come and share a new depth of revelation to you. Tell you that this is the new thing that the word of God is describing, and it is always leading you away into sin, leading you away from God. Ah, Jesus is telling this church, okay, and that uh, look tyatera the church in tyatera again, is telling them, hmm, don't give your platform to these people. And for those of you who you are able to stand against these people, you don't allow them to influence you with their teaching. He says you have not followed their false teaching, depths of truth. They are the ones that call it depth of truth. When people come and say, ah, have you had that deep teaching? Hmm, It is still taking you away from God. Eh? Depth of Satan, actually, Jesus says, I will ask nothing more of you. Okay? I'm not asking any more of you except that you hold tightly to what you have until i come Hold tightly to what you have until i come to all who are victorious who obey me to the very end yeah. to all that are victorious and will obey me to the very end to them i will give authority over the nations wow I will give authority over the nations. They will rule the nations with an iron rod and smash them like clay pots. Since they will have the same authority I receive from my Father. And I will also give them the morning star. Ha! The morning star is Jesus himself. Jesus is saying that, look, if you are able to hold on to my word, do not allow yourself to be influenced. I will give myself to you oh man, that's that's huge since anyone with ears to hear must listen to the spirit and understand what he's saying to the churches okay so let's look at the mistake that this church was doing of course they had wonderful strength they were growing in love growing in faith growing in service they were growing in perseverance they were they have they have held on through. Act what they were tolerating, they were giving the plant their churches, they were giving their business, they were giving, they were giving their families, they were tolerating, you know, uh, these evil people called, you know, he has described as Jezebels, yeah, who brings you know new teachings, depths of Satan, he calls it. (laughs) It's a deeper truth, he calls it. So they were tolerating them and they were allowing themselves to be influenced. That was their weakness. God says, beware, beware, hallelujah. All right, so these are the two churches we will take today. Let's get ready to go. So um, what are the lessons we can take from today? From the church in Tartara? okay? It is our duty to point out error, point out, you know, um, what's the word for it? it called, they call it depth of truth, okay? Erases, it is our duty to point it out. And not allow ourselves, our churches, our society, our families. Don't keep quiet. Don't keep quiet. Don't give your platform. Don't give your altar as the place for those things to be launched out from. No, stand against them. Jesus says, if you do that, I will give myself to you. Hallelujah. And then to the church in Pergamum, Jesus says that, look, even though you are staying in the place where Satan is dwelling, you are you have been resist- resisting Satan for for this long. Continue this, continue it, stand against it, and that's the lesson I take from there. Stand your ground. Yes, don't allow yourself be intimidated by by the devil. Okay, don't allow yourself to be influenced by all that is going on around you. And if you do, god told them i will give you a special white stone yes special eh? a special place for you i pray that that will be your portion in the name of jesus let's pray as we go father give me the courage give me the strength help me to grow like this church in every area of my life will you make that your prayer this morning In the name of Jesus. Let's begin to pray as we go. Father, we thank you this morning. Help us to grow in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you, Lord. We pray this morning. Because we know that you know everything going on with us. We pray, Lord. Help us to be faithful. Help us to grow in the name of Jesus. Help us to overcome. In the name of Jesus, Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. All right, thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.